Greetings and welcome to the Power for Positive Living podcast. My name is James Huey. I facilitate Friendship's personal growth education services and also serve as host for these podcasts, offering openness and caring through the gifts of listening hospitality. I invite you to join me here on Friendship Podcast Radio as we explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship. I live in the Atlanta metropolitan area. I sometimes wonder how anyone in the Atlanta metro area can possibly feel lonely when there are over 6 million people living here. Based on the number of cars on the roads and the forest lands devastated for homes, it would seem that just the opposite would be the prevailing feeling for anyone living in this area. As with many areas of personal growth, Loneliness is one of those words that people tend to use as though everyone has the same definition. The most common confusion comes when the words like loneliness and being alone are used interchangeably. I personally believe that they are significantly different and we are hampered in our communication when we tend to use them interchangeably. Being alone is a physical state where an individual is present only to himself or herself. There are no other humans, pets, or other living things around them. It is sometimes referred to as the Walden Pond Syndrome, after the life of David Thoreau. This Walden Pond Syndrome is where one enjoys and personally grows from just being alone with oneself. Yet others dread with fear the situation of not having a pet or a human around them most, if not all of the time. They go to great lengths to make sure that they always have other living things around them. When one is physically alone, one has the opportunity to focus on their personal thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. They can explore their own hopes, their own fears, without the distractions that other people or pets can provide. There is no need to act to meet the expectations of others. It is unfortunate that being alone is not highly valued in much of our society. As children, we soon learn what the people around us expect. Sometimes we learn these roles so well that setting them aside for a long time just with ourselves can feel alienating and frightful. We seek to be with others frequently so that we can feel good about ourselves. There are times when individuals totally become the roles they play in everyday society and are unable to separate their self-image from the expectations of self and others. Being alone without an audience can be scary for many and thus is avoided by these persons. I personally believe it is healthy for us to fully participate in some alone time. I see loneliness as basically an emotional state and has little to do with whether one is with or without the company of humans, pets, or any other living things. 
It is the way an individual feels about him or herself regardless of physical surroundings. This feeling of loneliness is the individual's reality. One of the areas of loneliness that many people have difficulty understanding is how an individual can feel lonely and yet be surrounded by family, friends, and others who love and care about them. Loneliness is an internal feeling and has little to do with one's external environment. You can often hear people describe their feelings of loneliness as being an observation that they feel lonely even when they're in a crowd. It can be so frustrating to a person who continues to feel lonely even when there are many caring people around them. It can also be very frustrating if you happen to be one of those who is trying to help that lonely person feel better and yet nothing he or she does seems to have an effect for change. We can see the confusion that is present when these two different states are seen as interchangeable. Being alone only needs a change of external physical change by associating with people. Loneliness is an internal emotional state that is built on many aspects of one's self-image and may need the work of counseling. It may need cognitive therapy such as learning different ways to think, different ways to believe, different ways to frame, different ways to see. This learning skill, learning other aspects of personal growth, is essential for any real change to occur. Of these behaviors, handling the feelings of loneliness are much more difficult and challenging for an individual to confront and change as they usually involve some type of intensive and extensive energy and work. Overcoming being alone requires the addition of some people or pets or other living things which are more easily to acquire than changing one's internal perception of themselves. While having feelings of loneliness may not be a choice, how each person may manage these feelings, how they manage their attitudes, thoughts, and behaviors certainly is, according to my beliefs anyway. I believe that we do get to choose how we manage the feelings of loneliness, even if we do not make the active decision to actually feel lonely. Managing the feelings of loneliness encourages an individual to learn such skills as cognitive therapy. We learn how to be accepting and loving of ourselves, as well as being able to interact effectively with other people. It can be very difficult to overcome loneliness if being happy with ourselves is built on the expectations of others. Alienation from self can often be the foundations on which many lonely feelings are built. How we can learn to change these perceptions of ourselves, our expectations, our self-image can take much effort in the days ahead. I believe it is also more difficult for those who care about an individual who is lonely. It is difficult for these people to recognize that much of the work in changing feelings of loneliness is an inside job. It frequently depends on the internal motivation and emotional work within an individual. Changing feelings of loneliness 
involves more effort than just being surrounded by other people. We can still love and care, but much of the work is going to be required by the individual who is having the feelings of loneliness. We support, but we cannot choose for them. Accepting the limitations of what we can and cannot do to alter another's thoughts, feelings, and beliefs continues to be a major challenge for many of us. Only we have the power to formulate and implement the feelings and behaviors that allow us to differentiate between being alone versus having and experiencing the feelings of loneliness. This is your friend and host, James Hewitt. I thank you for listening to me on this podcast as I share viewpoints from my own experiences with wellness psychology. These are my gifts to you, my listeners. Your positive feedback sent by email is appreciated. That address is powerforpositiveliving at gmail.com. Please join me each week as we continue to explore topics to enrich the quality of your life. As your friend and host here on Friendship Podcast Radio, I encourage you to nurture yourself as the unique individual that I believe you are. Till next we meet, I remain committed to power for positive living and friendship. Good day.